And we're back. It's the Dicer Screaming Podcast coming oh. at you live or recorded and you're hearing us on your <laughs> podcast week. But you can expect no less from the wet cough of oh, podcasts. Timely. Yes, yes the, the wet cough of gaming podcasts. Yeah. <coughs> well, I, I wouldn't say we're the wet cough. I would say that we're actually uh, progressing kind of uh, quite well. Um, no, no. Everybody notices, but they all kind of move away. True, true, yeah, move away. <laughs> timely, very timely, but yeah, too soon, too soon. <laughs> Just asking for a friend, you know, keep your social distancing up, wash your damn hands and wear a mask. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's our public service announcement, that out of the way, let's get into a lot of things going on with us. Yeah, we were on the air and then we were back off the air. Uh, busy schedules, I was in the middle of a move. And I was working ball retractingly early hours. Wow. Uh, just over volunteering. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the TMI there, but uh, yeah, at just ludicrous schedule. Uh, cannot believe that at my age, like I have that much output. I am I'm actually perversely proud of myself because I'm still alive and physically intact. Uh, <laughs> but I did it. Oh, yeah. And I did it in the Michigan heat, too. Yeah. Well, we moved in the middle of Michigan heat. Yeah. It's either too hot, too cold, or it's raining. <laughs> there, there are very few middle ground perfect moments in Michigan. Uh, and if you, if you should happen to have one, savor it. It will last only for minutes. <laughs> yep. So uh, it's Freeform Friday. We've got a Freeform Ramble to go on about uh, gaming related, of course. Uh, oh, absolutely. And a, and a timely and worthwhile topic, too. Yeah, I hope so. I think, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> but, no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. Yeah, we should be back to our regular schedule. Uh, we're all moved in and squared away. Uh, I think there's just a craft room I think needs to be yeah. through so I can get back to miniature painting. But that's. Well, and I've. Uh... I have achieved a certain equilibrium with my scheduling uh, in, in the sense that, like, once you let go and, like, you just embrace the pain, uh, <laughs> when all hope is oh, extinguished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I spent six hours moving and then I mowed two lawns. So. Oh. <laughs> in, in Michigan. Two of the largest lawns in the community. So, yeah. Oh, no, no, for my part, uh, I was both painting and working on a shipping dock, uh, so <laughs> those those uh, six a.m. shipping dock shifts followed up by painting in the hot sun. Oh man, uh, nothing that I would suggest people volunteer for. Don't if you're ever offered the opportunity to to try something like that, give them a pass. Well, that's why they pay you. Yeah, that's, that's why you get the big bucks. It's ah. true. It's true. Uh, I did the ritual. Uh, it's late this year, thanks to COVID, but I performed the traditional uh, start of the heavy work season ritual that I, I do every year, uh, which is after a few large paydays come in, uh, I go out and get an egregious amount of $20 bills and then roll around in them, mm. but naked. So, <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> Speaking of TMIs. Yeah, that happened. Well, that... <laughs> Get some uh, brain bleach and get that out. I prefer <laughs> rum and coke. Uh, just saying. Um, video of that. All right. Well, uh, look, we got a lot of call-ins, yes. so uh, we're going to just uh, take a break here, get to the call-ins, and we're just going to lump them all together rather than answer them individually. Not because we don't care about you. We really appreciate it. 
But uh, well, we'll do a recap afterwards and try to talk to each one of you folks that uh, graciously spent your time uh, giving us the greetings of our return. Yeah, which was incredibly touching. Just really yeah. great to be back in the racket. Uh, it's good to be back in the chairs and in front of a mic. Uh, and man, thank you so much. Uh, that just one hundred percent makes it worthwhile. Yeah. So let's not dilly dally. Let's get in right to it. Uh, we'll be Rack right up. back. Hey guys, Jason here. Glad to hear you back on the air. Glad you're both safe. Don't have any counterpoints for you. I, I think, if anything, I wish Wizards of the Coast had gone a step further and removed the word race. I, I think using race the way they do is semi-divisive. It leads to misunderstandings. It leads to issues. And, and I'd rather just see them go to something else. I don't know. ICRPG is bioforms. That works. I guess you could use species. But... I don't know, but can't argue with anything else you said, that's for sure. And I'm not even arguing with you on this one, so. Anyway, look forward to your next episode. Take care. Welcome back, boys. Oh, man, you have no idea how excited I got when I got done with the game I just got finished playing, checked my podcast, and there was a new The Dice Are Screaming episode. God, dude, I'm just so I'm proud of you guys. That was a fantastic episode. That's the best way you guys could have come back. Uh, and just just good stuff all the way around. I'm, I'm just really, really, really happy you, you two dudes are back. It, it hasn't felt the same without you. Seriously. Anyway, boys. Uh, yeah. Happy Pride. Uh, Black Lives Do Matter, man. Absolutely. And I will talk to you soon. Peace out. Hey, guys. It's Jeff. Just wanted to say that I really enjoyed your most recent episode on politics. Um, great to hear you guys back on the mic. Um, solid on the support for Black Lives Matter and Pride. Those are both uh, causes that I support as well. And uh, super good to, to, hear, to hear stuff happening. Uh, glad everybody is safe and everybody is healthy. And uh, I hope uh, to hear more from you guys in the future. Bye. Hi guys, it's Liren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere, and I am not even through your podcast yet. I'm where you said you're going to take the first break, and I just had to call and leave you a message and say, I am so happy you're back. I was so worried. So, I mean, I don't, no pressure, I don't, you know, mean that in a judgy way or like a woe is me way. I just, I noticed on the rare occasions I've gotten lately to look at my feed, I am so far behind in podcasts, isn't that funny? that you guys weren't there and I was hoping it didn't mean something bad happened so I've gotten my reassurance that you guys are okay I don't you know like I said I'm only at the first break but I just had to call and say I'm so happy you guys are back I actually mentioned you on my podcast because I was so happy Jeff my husband told me that you had put out an episode because I told him I was worried so anyway I'm glad to hear you guys are back okay back to listening all right, and we're back, and again, thanks for all those kind words. Um, it gave me a frisson of excitement. A frisson? Yes. That is word of the day. Word of the yeah. day. Yeah. Bam. Ha, ha, ha. Irregardless. Oh. Oh, ow. Exactly. You wound me, sir. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, we uh, started gushing, of course, uh, right off the bat, so... Uh, yeah, we were just, it's really touching to hear this from Jeff, Joe, Jason, and 
Lyrian, of course, uh, we're all happy that uh, you enjoy our podcast and you missed us. Um, we were fine, and it was just, it was a bit of a struggle, uh, technology being as it is. Oh, oh no, no, uh, uh, I, I should actually clarify that uh, his technology is just fine. Uh, I, on the other hand, am a neo-Luddite <laughs> with, a flip, with a flip phone. <laughs> it's just... I am only one step removed from, like, communicating with Randy by, like, two tin cans with a long string in between them. <laughs> so that's all on me. That is all on me. Yeah. Uh, and it, it complicated matters that did not have to be so complicated. Uh, yeah, we, have a, we had a little uh, snafu with trying to get... We tried uh, about a month or two in, then the quarantine to get ahead and... Uh, Try to do a phone-in podcast, and uh, they just, uh, well, it, it fell and burned. Yeah, not technically plausible with my current equipment, which, uh, on the bright side, owed to the huge influx of income, uh, I'm going to, it, it's actually, for all of you, uh, I will finally be losing my uh, smartphone virginity uh, for the sake of the podcast. So it's totally going to happen. Uh, that cherry is going to pop. I am going to break wow. down and get some first-class equipment so that I can actually join the 21st century and participate in a podcast. And this means that in the future, even with emergencies or travel or things like that, we may be able to network and make a podcast even when we're far apart. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that one... Of course, you had to use breaking the cherry. That's interesting. Yeah, totally. Interesting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it just almost wouldn't have been worth mentioning if it hadn't been for the opportunity. No, I <laughs> not judging. Not judging. Just saying. Interesting. It's intriguing. <laughs> hey, Freud, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. A cigar. Well, that's true. <laughs> In and of itself, it's harmless. It's how it's held. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yes, thank you all. Um, to answer a few questions, yeah, we did decide to go uh, hard at uh, some of the things um, that were happening in our gaming community. Basically, our echo chamber. We did get a little pushback. I'm not going to name names. Uh, people who are up to no good know who they are. They require no... Ad, they don't they need really, extra advertising. Yeah, they don't need any extra advertising. They require no publicity. They they are who they are. Um, they wanted to have kind of uh, a dog pile on us, and I had to end up blocking. I ran a huge blockchain on a number of people so on Twitter. So if I accidentally caught one of you because you follow one of these turd buckets, then <laughs> go right ahead and end up. Well, send me a whole punches. Yeah, uh, Twitter is explosive that way, or so I've been told. I, I am there myself, but I pop in, uh, you know, infrequently and just enjoy myself or read a few articles. Uh, you know, people link some really terrific stuff. Uh, and I, I think there is largely, I mean, a really amazing Twitter community. So yeah, I think I'm, the, I'm not disappointed with it or frustrated with it at all. I think the gaming community, by and large, on all social media is fairly positive. I mean, you can always find something negative or somebody's going to help. Literally, you can post a picture of a rock and say it's a rock. And you will automatically have somebody show up 10 minutes later virtually and say, it's a stone. Sir, I, sir, am a geologist. And you, sir, are not. You know. yeah. <laughs> 
I knew rock, and that was no rock. Mm. <laughs> you know, point taken. Uh, you can find anybody to come out and tell you that you're wrong, and uh, that's not hard. It's when they have points, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have points. They just have emotions, and I'm willing to listen to almost any rational argument, or even an emotional one, as long as it's well-intentioned. Yeah, I'm not in it for the rage. I am, um, no. you know, I'm there for the love, man. I do, uh, I do tend to call people out where I see them, but it's pretty much useless because um, I'm usually joining a chorus of others while it's going on, so... You just get lost in the uh, I'm a big fan of finding the middle ground, but I, I have to confess, there are some people who are not there nope. looking to find middle ground. You know, so Black Lives so, Matter and Pride Month being what it was, I'm yeah. really happy that uh, Mike was able to make the announcement. Um, yeah, I'm cis. I'm straight. Uh, happily married. Not uh, in any way inconvenienced by... Anybody else doing something different. And as a matter of fact, I think that kindness costs me nothing. Yeah, and yeah. understanding is an important virtue to have. Gaming empathy. itself is responsible for both of us having had a lot of diverse acquaintances. Uh, people that we never thought we'd know. Uh, people from totally outside our walk of life. Yeah, and, and that's, it's, it's done wonders for our perspective on the world. You know, as far as having empathy for other people and for, you know... Uh, being intrigued by things instead of repulsed by them. Yeah, and uh, three cheers for gaming being the source of broad-mindedness. Absolutely, and thank you, Lauren, Jeff, Joe, and Jason. Uh, you are those people that make us better, and you, your words are kind. I'm stumbling a little bit because it's hard to articulate how you feel about people that you've never met, but mean a great deal to you. And we're glad that you reached out to us and let us know your feelings. And thank you for yeah. your support. Oh, man. It totally touches the heart. You know, it, gets, I, it got me right in the, in the feels. feels. Oh. In the feeling parts. Oh, I, so, I, I need stitches. Yeah, thank you. And it, <laughs> I'm bleeding out from the feels. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, but, but seriously, thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get on the topic, but uh, we wanted to spend a little time just uh, rambling on as we always do. Hey, yeah, it's a nice ramble to talk about the good things in people. And while we're at it, I also wanted to make a little mention of the bad people that also make me know that, well, let me know, basically, that we're doing what we need to do. And, you know, I, I do actually sincerely apologize to people who, you know, if a thing really disappointed them, I... I may not be able to help that and be honest at the same time. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Uh, and that's not really going to change. But if it helps at all, you know, the intention is never to cause harm. You know, the intention was always to be as candid and as forthright as possible. Uh, so uh, for those of you who took it in that sense, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. And so we're going to take a break break come right back after these messages then we'll get topical and get topical. like an ointment mm. another over volunteering moment all right but we'll be back see ya and we're back yes let's get topical mm. keo tom's ointment level topical 
Clear that rash right up. Yep. All right, that, so. that questionable doxy at the wharf side, this will take care of that. Backstabbed by an angry innkeeper with a poison blade, it'll take care of that too. Or shanked in the thigh by an angry halfling rogue oh. with a rusty blade. Oh, yeah, little tetanus, Kiotom's ointment. Clear that right up. Yeah, Good so for this, what ails you. This podcast brought to you by Kiotom's ointment and subsidiaries of Kiotom's ointment. Use only in the direction of your cleric. Ah. <laughs> uh, now, uh, no more having to worry about spoilers. We're just going to let the cat out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Well, we've been teasing it up. Yeah, we're going to talk about... timely. During the time of quarantine, um, and as uh, COVID's making a comeback, or, well, more appropriately, it's still been here, but uh, people are just not following the sagely advice that's being given out. We may be experiencing yet another quarantine, so... What to do during the times when you can't get with your normal, regular group. And for some people, of course, this has already been solved by remote gaming through various streaming services. Like, you know, initially when we came out and when I used to play a lot of WoW, it was Ventrilo and Skype and all that stuff. Was, you know, had video services and things like that. But, you know, the internet wasn't quite what it was back then, what it is now. Yeah, things have rapidly improved, okay, uh, in the intervening five to ten years. Uh, it has just been this exponential okay. growth in services for video conferencing uh, and for programming and platforms that make it incredibly easy to manage a conference-level event. And that opened the door for gaming in the age of COVID. Right, and, uh, you know, it also, uh, a lot of people discovered it, uh, but other people have been using Roll20 and uh, Twitch and other game services to go ahead and get uh, games up. Warhorn and a couple others were uh, already putting it out there. Uh, Chaosium had a nice article where gaming was already sort of headed this way because so many people geographically live apart. I mean, yes, it's easy to find a D&D 5e game in your local area, but not so much, say, uh, like a RuneQuest game or some of the other more obscure games. The rarefied kind of games that we have enjoyed uh, that have been a luxury for us because... Because of distance and time zones, some people have turned yeah. to uh, remote gaming. Excuse me, guys. It's kind of telling that in this age of technology that people are slowly coming around to it. And I think that the COVID quarantines helped people get together online. And obviously, many people already had. Uh, many of our listeners already do that. In essence... Uh, over remote casts, video chats, and other things like that. But the platforms like Zoom uh, stepped up. Say, Zoom really stepped up to the plate. That became a very popular conferencing uh, yeah. level platform for, well, way more than just gaming. But it certainly offered a lot of opportunity. Yeah, and Roll20 also put up uh, a nice special for the COVID quarantine, you know, lowered their uh, entry level so that people could use the service. And I think that's primarily due to the ease of Discord was oh, another absolutely. big one. Uh, that we ended up using, uh, goodness, what did we use? We used Google Hangouts at first, which yeah, it was all right. Not anything wrong with it. I mean, it, um, 
but uh, we weren't really doing a whole lot. We were just trying to get together, you know, and get a game going. And so it was pretty much, you know, people around the mic and with the video camera trying to get on and uh, get the technical aspects worked out. And then once uh, we got those sorted out, we started just rolling the dice. And, uh, you know, that was pretty much it. You know, we're honor system. Yeah, uh, if you really have a bunch of gamers that you work well with and that you have complete confidence in, you know. Uh, yeah, I went as an established group. We had a long rapport. We've been gaming together for almost uh, eight, nine years now, some of them. And uh, it it is uh, pretty easy to just say, well, somebody rolls a 20. Okay, of course you did. You know, nobody's uh, calling you out on that. And we have total confidence in that because the same people will just as eagerly tell you. I rolled uh, one. Guess what? Things just got weird. I got a one. Yeah. Uh, and the same level of glee is in their voice as they announce that, oh, uh oh, okay, okay, get ready for this. I got a one. And yeah. A one. <laughs> you know? Oh. Yeah, you know, the, there's zero hesitation with this clique of people, and that makes for a terrific game. So hopefully, you've got people who are honest. Now, there are tools that help ensure honesty, which is mm-hmm. automated dice rolling, you know, and uh, number generators and things yeah, like Twitch, that. Yeah, Twitch, Discord have uh, dice services. Uh, there's add-ons. There's, uh, I believe, Zoom even started uh, a process of that. But, of course, you can always just use your video camera and record it. Uh, it true. You know, you know, of course, then there's the, always the suspect shaky cam method where, like, that's uh, your 13th, 20-year-old tonight? Oh, yeah, man. Dice are just hot tonight. Yeah, walk it back a little, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, wh- why Why does it seem to be the same shot? Well, I'm going for the shaky cam method, so, you know, it adds suspense and uncertainty. <laughs> yeah. It's just the same loop over and over. It's the dude. Blair Witch RPG. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, one. I'll pass. Yeah, that's a different, <laughs> different story altogether. But, uh, well, anyway, the big thing with... Uh, I guess a lot of people, uh, folks, especially some of the old schoolers, is that, you know, you had to put your game on hiatus. And uh, for a lot of people, that's a big that's a big game breaker. Oh, know? yeah. Look, I mean, first, we have spoken of the Herculean efforts required to get a group of gamers into the same building on a specific day at a specific hour. It is already hard to accomplish that for six to eight people who have lives and jobs and families and obligations. So then you add in a crisis like this, and yeah, it is a huge game breaker. Yeah, It's been yeah. very hard for a lot of people. And it's not trying to slam anybody no. or, or shame you no. or anyone. If you feel called out, sorry. No, no, it, it's acknowledging that this is a, you know, a crisis-level issue for a lot of people because their weekly game is a really important part of their social outlet. It's having that taken away from them. It's just cruel. It's mean, man. It's mean-spirited and hopeless. And Well, people had a lot of uh, misgivings about using technology in the first place, but I think the one thing is that it got people used to it. It's kind of like arachnophobia. How you treated arachnophobia. You know, you show somebody who's very... uh, Scared of spiders, you show them a picture of a spider. Like, ah, okay, you know, it's okay. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just Discord. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's just a thing. It, it happens. Well, okay, 
And then, you know, after they get used to looking at pictures of spiders, then, you know, you show them a real spider. And they're like, ah! Okay, it's a real spider, but it's in a cage. You know, it's not going to get you. It's buying glass. And so that was a lot of the experiences with some folk is the getting into Discord. Oh, I don't want to get into these uh, weird streams. You know, all kinds of weird things happen. And I experienced that. I had to, uh, I have a group on, that runs on Saturdays. One of the guys just does not like to game without being face-to-face. -face. And I'm kind of like, well, that's, a, that's an odd take, but that's, you know, okay. that's your thing. You know, likes to be in a room full of people and, like, see the dice rolling and, you know, be right there. It, it's more social and less isolationist uh, to actually be physically present. And I, I guess that works for them. I, I'm usually content just to... If I could see somebody smile on a camera and hear their laughter, I'm in. Yeah. You know. uh, of course, I had to climb over the technological hump, uh, which I still have not fully done, uh, being sans smartphone. But, uh, neo-Luddite that I might be, I totally acknowledge that these are the tools that most people have at their beck and call. And with that much accessibility, uh, we are in many ways, living in a very fortunate age uh, because True. we do not have to be deprived of something that we love. We can still participate. We can still gather. We can still celebrate and have a great time and enjoy our games in spite of a very significant crisis. And I think that is just amazing to me. I'm, I'm kind of mind equals blown uh, <laughs> almost constantly. Right, and I think that it's also important to note that with a lot of the changes that's happened, the people who were regularly gaming online with Roll20 and Twitch and Discord and other streaming services that allowed you to uh, remotely game, they were already there. They were out of there of necessity. Sometimes that's the only way you could find a group that could game with online to get the, satisfy that itch you, want, you had with uh, that particular game that you were looking for. Yeah, try to find a Champions superheroes game. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. If Ooh. I want to play Champions, you know, uh, I know in Kalamazoo there's a group, and it's still run by one of the players whose name I recognized when I was looking on the uh, gaming one ads. I was like, oh, I remember that guy. And yeah, he was, uh, he's running a game. And I was like, well, that's, you know, it's kind of heartwarming. But I'm like, yeah, you know, if I really wanted to do Champions, this is the place to go. I'm fortunate enough that, you know, okay, it's only a, maybe a 20, 30 minute drive to get over there. But uh, for a regular game, hardcore gamers uh, that regularly game together and they're used to face-to-face -face contact and they don't want all the setup and preamble of having to download and uh, get all their mics, cameras synced up. Uh, well, you know what? Back in the day, uh, I guess LAN parties. It's Back in the 90s. Best comparison, yeah. That is a very apt comparison, dude. Um, have inured me to the hassle. I mean, literally, you would show up to a LAN party, you would bring your entire rig, bring it in there, which was a considerable weight. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a circumstance to get yourself involved in. Bring it, you know, toss it in the back of your car, run out, you know, drive out there, set it up, and, you know, you would have to ponder mysteriously, like there's some mystic force that will allow you to connect to the land. <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand. It's worked last time. Ah, but it is different now. The stars are out of alignment. 
Yeah. I, I haven't heard the... Pluto is in the house of Saturn. It is not in the stars for you to connect to the land now. Oh, Where yeah. is your outer gods now, man? <laughs> oh, and lag. Lag. Oh, the bane of gamers everywhere. Yeah, overloading service. But, you know, getting all the devices together just so you would be, you know, able to play eight-person Doom 3, you know, or Doom 2. And, you know, that was the thing. So I I have a higher threshold. Only to be subjected to watching me run into the room willy-nilly and just shoot things in the face with the double shotgun. <sighs> Attracting all the attention of all the monsters at the same time. On the bright side, those of you who wished to bum rush the monsters while they had their backs turned because I was somewhere in the middle of the room being devoured. <laughs> you true, you did make you did bring them all aggroed on you, so you know it did yeah. make sniping them with the plasma cannon very easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Eat not plasma death, you grinning bastard. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, whereas I'm in the center of the room. Avenge me! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He'll respawn. Uh, great times. Great times. But, yeah, the, the complexities of uh, linking up multiple systems, uh, both in the same room and in differing cities on occasion. We did manage to pull it off, to our credit. Uh, yeah. Back in the day, you know, with uh, a bunch of us in like three, four different cities, synced up and still gaming. Uh, it was an impressive feat of technology. Yeah, nowadays, you know, I just plug in something and it works. I don't even yeah. have to think about it. You know, it's just, uh, it's incredible. And so my tolerance for it is a lot higher than other people's. And I have to take that into account when uh, a lot of people balk at it. So when you have your regular group and, you know, you're always meeting together week after week, you know, on the same day on a regular schedule... And then, you know, the quarantine happened, the lockdown went into effect. We couldn't all get together, so we had to rely on technology. And this is where our little freeform is all about. Is like, I would like to say that it's easier. It's not necessarily easy, but it is more user-friendly than it has ever been. And I think that it's almost, it's almost foolproof. A lot of things that uh, don't seem like... We had one guy that just Aha! struck... You have underestimated my powers yeah, of I know. Foolery. We had one guy <laughs> who just could not get his mic to work. He just, you know... Or it sounded like there was a jet airplane landing because it's next to the computer fan. And, you know, you're just like, <laughs> hit the pop, push the talk button. And, you know, what's that? And it's like, and then you have to explain the process. So, yeah, there is still some complexity left in there. Um, but it's rather intuitive and a little bit of uh, brain sweat and forbearance is needed in this new gaming age. We are not fully there yet, but I think this process is speeding up. And I think that this bodes well and it has some problems coming into it uh, with respect to, okay, if you just wanted to get together and have basically a group conference type role play where it's just kind of like, okay, everybody has a character sheet. You know, we don't have to really all see it. We all know, we all trust each other. That's easy. But if you don't, you need to have the character generators storing the sheets so the game master can see them. Dice rollers, keeping everybody honest. And with that also is map sets that uh, kind of include the fog of war. 
for dungeon explorations and oh, also yes. uh, map exploration type uh, dealios. Now, can you highlight for me which particular outlets provide that level? Okay, uh, roll 20, and I, I not, I'm missing another one, so probably somebody's going to call in, namely Jason, and will tell me which one I'm missing. But, yeah, please do. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting a... Because we want to get that name on the air uh, and get as much info yeah, out. Yeah, but Twitch and Discord, uh, there's apps, mapping apps, um, oh, that cool. allow you to download and show various types of uh, maps, interactive maps. See, I didn't know that they had that for Discord. How excellent. Yeah, we used one for a Pathfinder, but, uh, boy, it was uh, linked through some type of paywall. And, uh mm, it just wasn't working right for me, so I just said, screw it, I'm just going to throw down a blank map, scrubbed of <laughs> all the key references, and just like, okay, you tell me where you want to go, and, you yeah. know, uh, there's, but yes, there are various types of uh, screens and interactive displays that you can uh, put up there, especially in Roll20, it's much more friendly for that, but again, everybody has to invest in it. There is a, a price barrier. Some people say that that's bad. I have to kind of side with the fact that, well... Nothing in life is free, and we have to realize yeah. that there are designers and programmers who have to sit down and not only create this, but integrate it into their framework. So it works, I wouldn't say flawlessly, but works well. Yeah, I am not price point hostile. Uh, there are certain techniques yeah. that I am offended by, which is the tiered access yeah. thing that everybody tries to be like a cable company now. And like you do realize that cable companies have the worst reputation in all of America and are right now actually in crisis as streaming services are starting to overtake them. Uh, because people are literally frantic to get away from cable. So the lesson here is not, oh, wow, yeah, we need to model our business after their technique. Oh, boy. Maybe not. You know, let's, let's go back to the well on that one and, and think again. Uh, and the other tidbit would be uh, DLC, the, the kind Donald, of pecking yeah. away, pecking away, pecking away, a dollar here, a dollar there. Uh, look, if you add a bunch of cutesy, nice little things that are just fun for people to tack on that are non-essential, I'm not really opposed. Now, if you parcel out essential material uh, ever so sparingly to gouge people for the maximum possible amount, then I am opposed. So, you know, I'm, I'm reasonably neutral on this. So a site or platform that makes itself available to people for a consistent price uh, that is not objectionably high. It's not really a terrible investment in 21st century gaming. I, I think it's a nice step in, into the future of what we're going to see game-wise. Uh, and man, I'm fascinated by how that might develop over the years. Yeah, and uh, you know the benefits of it are increasingly making gaming more friendly towards end users about who don't necessarily have the ability or time to go out and travel to either remote locations or even locally to meet up with their gamers. Um, you know, we're looking at a couple gamers uh, having to leave the group, but we can still maintain a regular gaming schedule through this service. You know, we just set up a laptop and uh, a mic and then, then they're right there at the table. We can see their face and or mute them. Or, <laughs> or something silly <laughs> which yeah more than once you wished you had a remote control that uh, had a mute button for me 
<laughs> and I wished I'd had a rewind. It's like, can I do that? I, I need to do over. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> right, but the challenges I think uh, for creating and maintaining interest in long-term play online are pretty much manifest because your the handouts that you give, yes, they can all be digitized or you can find downloads uh, or put them up on uh, a different site or a hosting service. Like, you know, even using stuff like Pinterest and Imager. <clears throat> and it changes the nature of your pre-game preparation. Yeah. Uh, so instead of the old days where you're scratching out notes and running off like photocopies, uh, you know, running them through a printer and like, okay, I've got six printouts, you know, one for every player uh, and the original for myself. No, uh, now it's okay. I've got the smartphone in my hand. I snap a picture with my camera. I upload this mm -hmm. as a, you know, uh, JPEG or, or a photo, yeah, as a photo file, and throw it in, and there. then bam, you know, I distribute that to all six players. They can all blow it up, have a look at it, you know, read all the words or look at the map carefully. Uh, it alters the nature of the exact tasks that a DM has to undertake in preparation, but it doesn't really alter the nature of being a DM, which is all about preparation in the first place, which, you know, we've covered in a couple of episodes. Right. It, but it does change it up, and you have to roll with those punches, be nimble. Yeah. As Big Gretsch says. Little adaptability never hurt anybody. In right. fact, it, it's kind of the hallmark of gaming. Some people also lament that, uh, I've seen it, that this means the end of face-to-face -face gaming. And I oh, laugh at that. Far but. from it. Look, uh, the day will come where... Things have normalized, and the level of risk is similar to the risks we face every year from all kinds of different things. So I, I believe that day is coming, uh, and that in 2021, at some point, we will have been over the hump for a while, and we will be gaming at tables with one another once again. Because there's nothing quite like it. I, I, I may be very supportive of virtual gaming, but there's nothing quite like a room full of people laughing. Oh, yeah. And I think that there is something to say about the tactile nature of holding miniatures and putting them up in our new house. There's much more room to do that than the old one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Very it was a little spacious. bittersweet. Uh, I still have to lament that it's bittersweet leaving a place that you've inhabited for so long. And, you know, you have a lot of good memories about those places. But uh, oh, one yeah, thing immediately is, uh, was apparent is that we had a moving party and a lot of the gaming uh, crew showed up. And it just broke down right at the end. We'd been moving stuff. Uh, the heavy stuff was, of course, left for you guys. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, they, they moved a lot of stuff without anybody's help. Uh, and then, you know, just for the complicated stuff, the game crew came over uh, and we were all masked up and hoofing back and forth from location to location and got it done in one big session. And then we had a nice uh, pizza party afterwards and a little party broke out. Yeah. Oh, it so was wonderful. It was, so I think much like that, I seen sort of a it was my first microcosm of that. Yeah, it was like everybody was just like, you know, this is this is really great. You know, we just spent a whole day moving. Normally, people are kind of like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get home to get a hot shower. People are like, no, they didn't want it to end. And I was like, that's kind of where we're at with gaming is that I think that once uh, this breaks and, yes, people, wear your mask, wash your hands, oh, yeah. social distancing, we'll get through this. Hey, and, you know, I, I admit I've had a slight advantage over a lot of folks 
Uh, I'm a micro dirty jobs kind of guy, and uh, my life often involves dust filtration masks and washing my hands because there is, if you have ever sanded a bunch of patch off a fresh drywall, uh, mm -hmm. and you are literally caked, uh, like somebody just burst a bag of flour uh, in front of you, there's no way you can go to lunch like that. You have to wash up constantly uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, yeah, that's my life normally. So this has not been a big kick in the pants for me. But I do understand a lot of people are they're thrown off because it's not their routine. But Laughs in mop gear four. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody about how bad that is. 48 hours... In mop gear. Mm. Oh. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner served twice. And latrine breaks. No. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, even I didn't have it that bad. I mean, I got the clean suit that I put on for very specific jobs like asbestos remediation right. and things of that nature or old lead paint. Uh, there have been some, some really unpleasant tasks that I have the gear for, but I don't have to do that very often. Uh, so that that's what it would take for me to feel uncomfortable, but it is not insurmountable. Right, I, I and think the, I think we just need to just come together and get rid of. Instead of trying to find ways to circumvent around it, oh, I have asthma only when it suits me, or oh, I can't wear a mask because you know it's against my political religious beliefs. Yeah, okay, get over that. It's about time to just come together and, and have some common sense. We're doing this to protect each other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I have zero fear for myself, and although I, I am slightly afraid of any COVID germs that get in me, because, I mean, I feel sorry for them. I, you know, like, my blood is like the, the aliens in Alien. Well, yeah, but we've yeah. had two... Like it's burning to the bulkhead! You know. We've had two of our local group get infected, so it's not been pleasant for them either. But uh, I have great confidence in my ability to get by, but I would never, ever want to be responsible for having passed it accidentally to right. somebody that I care about who might be compromised. And I do know a couple of people who are not in fantastic shape, and this would certainly screw them up. Yeah. Uh, so I might be fine, but I'm taking that extra Well, let's put it this way, Mike. For, uh, let's let's out, be frank here. We're 50. Else. We're over 50. All right, yeah. I mean, there's the at-risk factor there, but... You yeah. know, I have slight hypertension. You like, have... Uh, uh, crappy thyroid. Yeah. And so that could, you know... Potentially lead to consequences, and so true. You know, we're not. We like to think we're invulnerable, but we're not. <laughs> and the one thing we well, said, you're not. I, I don't know. As far as uh, I know, I'm Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. Uh -huh. Sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. The gamer meme applies to you too, sir. No matter what oh. your constitution score, you can always roll we, a one. We don't usually reference memes just for kicks, but I got to mention this one. One of the best ones put up by a nurse acquaintance. Uh, that lives in California. Um, <laughs> that gamers really understand how to deal with this whole COVID thing because uh, <laughs> um, a 2% chance is higher than you think it is. And it happens a lot more than you would think. Yeah. And most of all, no matter how high your constitution is, you could still fail a saving throw. So, There's a know. one on the dice for a reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident. But I am not ludicrously confident. Right.
so while we sound like we're preaching on this part, hey, no, we're yeah. looking out for all of you folks. And, you know, we want to get back to normal. And one of the ways to do this, even though I enjoy uh, Discord gaming, I do miss my friends. Yeah, I look forward to the day when we can all meet at the table again, and I truly believe that that is going to come to pass. It is not the end of tabletop gaming. Uh, we're just on hiatus. All right. Just like our podcast, but we're back. <laughs> so this too shall pass. Um, I think we ran out of wind on this yeah. one pretty quick. Uh, it wasn't a heavy, lengthy topic, but it was something that we felt we wanted to talk about because some people, there is some pushback against it for various reasons. Some of it good and some of it bad. I think the good parts that we covered are pretty self-evident. We have a good idea of where we want to go with gaming in the future. And this is a nice window for a lot of people to get involved in, like that arachnophobia study. Ah, you know, if you were a little on the uh, Which is like trying sidelines to on me. this. It, it's a great deal like my reaction. Uh, this is how they're going to have to handle me with a smartphone. Just they're, they're going to just show me one from a nice safe distance in a picture in a magazine and let me shiver in horror for a little while. And then, you know, they'll, they'll bring one up, but it'll be in the little cell phone lockup cage that people use for teens. You're like, look, it can't actually hurt you, Mike. And, you know, they'll phase me into it, you know, uh, step by step. Oh, yeah. Well, for Thor's sake, it's not a Chilean blue tarantula, okay? Those things are mean as... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know exactly how mean they are. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I got a bite. I got bit by one of those things. I'll never do it again. <laughs> I would, just to give and you some background in case it. nobody cares, uh, you can turn it off now. I I was very arachnophobic. Uh, when I was a young boy, a... Uh, I was playing on a tractor and this large garden spider up here in Michigan, which are get rather big. They're startling when you first see them. I was, uh, one of them landed on my arm. It didn't bite me, oh, no. but the idea fell from a tree. Yeah, and they're huge. And, you know, we disturbed its web and, of course, I freaked out and, like all kids do, and it left a little bit of a traumatic scar on me. And that I say that little bit. Because, uh, you know, in certain parts of the world, there are these things called sun spiders. And they are <laughs> massive, but they, while they have massive jaws and they do deliver a painful bite, they run away from you. And slowly, I got used to being around them. And uh, later, I decided to confront my fear full on by raising a uh, tarantula. I inherited a tarantula collection, about three of them. And I took care of them. Uh, I actually became more of a cricket farmer than anything else. Yes, but I got used to handling, statement. yeah, and uh, I got used to handling and feeding them, and then of course, you know, I I gave them away to uh, folks who were really interested in them. But uh, one guy asked me over this time to sit his Chilean blue, which is enormous. It's about the size of a plate, small dinner plate, and they're very aggressive. Yeah, I mean, and I just... opened it up just to give him a cricket, and the thing jumped out onto my hand, uh, sank its fangs completely through my finger, and. You know, You're of not course, Bob, I hate you. you and know. I'm like, I'm trying to feed you, you little monster. And of course, after that, I'm like, you know, I'll never. I that's the closest I came to like smashing it. And I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that, for me, the kryptonite was uh, flying, stinging insects, uh, bees, wasps, hornets, things like that. And I did confront that fear, uh, and have actually become a you know modest expert on bees and uh, you know the killer bees. Uh, and I've actually gotten very comfortable with most varieties of the uh, more passive stinging flying insects uh, that are disinterested in humanity. 
and I know exactly which ones are the total a holes that need to be destroyed. Yep. Yeah. So I. You know, I yeah, can, I, I mean, I you can come a long way. Those on the spot. Oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget I that day I said it on your stoop and that brown hornet, uh, bald face hornet, oh. big old brown and green thing, just flew across this large, flat, cleared, uh, almost like a, a prairie. Yeah. Flew like 200 yards just to sting me. <laughs> because <No>. they're jerks. <laughs> That's some definite anger element. Also, like, you know what? You're, I was always like, oh, Pasha, you know, they ignore you for the most part. They're scared of you unless you get near their nest. Nope, one just blew across this large 200-yard opening just to sting Pow! Me. Hey, a person. <laughs> ah, yeah, some of them are just jerks. And it's uh-huh. brown and green and... Uh, Whereas the bright blue kind of mud wobbers, wobbers, harmless, uh, not really interested in you. Uh, And bumblebees. I've taken a great interest in, you know, working outdoors as much as I do. You find yourself surrounded with things that, you know, buzz. And I have developed this real comfort level with honeybees and bumblebees. Because you have to. If you're 25 feet in the air on a ladder... You cannot afford to flail around wildly. Yeah. You suck it up. <laughs> and Not fun. But yeah, that, that's a good closer. Yeah, so yeah, we talk about fear. So hopefully, vulnerability. Yeah, we all have it. And so um, if I can go through that, by God, I can go through learning to use a smartphone so that I can link up and virtually game with people that I dearly miss. Yeah. So, all right, well, we're going to close on that, and hopefully you enjoyed listening to us ramble on about our craziness and uh, <laughs> insanity, post-traumatic stress disorder. It is a good, fun topic for everybody, except for the people experiencing it at the time it happened. So, <laughs> Yeah, leaving aside the... Content moment, warning, spiders and bees. Yeah, spiders and bees, yes, yes. The insect kingdom is out to get you, and gaming in the time of COVID. All right, so... <laughs> Well, that'll wrap it up for us. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed the podcast. Let us know what you think. Of course, you can always get a hold of us on Twitter and on our Facebook group, the Dice is Screaming page. Uh, send us a like there and uh, comments if you think that you have something you would like to share with us or you want us to talk about on the podcast. We'd be more than happy to put you up on there, even if we have to just talk about your comment. Yeah, I appear on Facebook considerably more often than on Twitter. Uh, because Twitter is a little disorienting for me. It is. It, it, and it's also much smaller. I don't even imagine you could I, how to explain Reddit to you. But anyway, with that in mind, also you can download the Anchor app. Uh, I believe that the Stitcher, Spotify are going to be merging, so we're in a little bit of a hiatus here. I had a little bit of difficulty trying to get people to download the Anchor app on uh, Chromebook and a couple other things. So. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I'm still struggling with it on my Chromebook, so... Anyhow, I mean, you, we're just using it on the smartphone for right yeah, now. Yeah, by hiatus, we do not mean we're taking another break. Uh, we're, we're, we're back in the game. Yeah, we'll be coming at you Tuesday, so leave us those messages if you can. And if you can't, just put a comment up on the Facebook page and we'll talk about you. Nonetheless, may the dice always, always roll in your favor. We're out. <laughs>